In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! On today's show, have you ever been on one of those fad diets? How did it go? Did you get the results you wanted or just get frustrated? Trying to become financially independent can be similar. Today, how to make it more than a craving. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And we welcome you in to the Get Ready for the Future show. My name is Scott Inman along with Janet Walker and John Shrewsbury. Glad to have you along on the radio side and on our live stream on Facebook this Wednesday morning. It is uh, an interesting show to say the least. I had to really try to get some cake this morning and that didn't work out. John and Janet have already had their cake as a prop today. But, uh, you know, we mentioned there in the open about fad diets. Ever been on one of those? And I don't even know, I guess, how you define fad diet. But I probably, I was thinking about this before the show, guys. I don't know that, I, I know I've never been on a fad diet. I'm not sure that I've ever really been on much of a diet, you know, and I, and I, I think I've been blessed in, in many ways that I haven't felt the need to, but I've certainly restricted my calorie intake, but I, I can't really relate to this. Have you guys ever been on any kind of a fad diet? I, I've never been on a diet. Uh, I, yeah. I haven't either. I don't know actually why they got us to do this show. <laughs> right. None of us have ever done this before. If this qualifies as a diet, Steak, burgers, Uh-oh. hot dogs, pizza. Well, that's, you know, no, you're no. almost there with one of the fad. Isn't that the keto diet pretty much? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. It's all meat, right? Yeah. Well, I, I know people have been on them. And that. And they're out there. there. There's no question about it that they're that, that they're out there and there's a new one, it seems like, that crops up. And then, oh, they, yeah. and then they dig them back out uh, from 20 or 30 years ago. It's the same thing, right? But it gets new life. New label. I, yeah. I always think about the egg when I think about food. Because, you know, back in the 80s, the egg was good for you. And then in the 90s, I think it was bad for you. And then it became good for you again. And then it was bad for you again. It just it depends on what decade you're in to know what food you're supposed to be eating. But on today's show, we're talking about how fad diets are basically the food equivalent to what some other financial advisors could be trying to sell you. Now, that's that may seem like a long bridge, but it really is very very similar to your journey towards financial independence. I would say that it's probably likely many of us crave financial independence, much like we crave our food or we crave to be in shape and we crave to be fit. But the going about getting there is really where there are really a a divergence, I think, of paths. Yeah, I I would agree with you, Scott. The the idea of financial independence is very appealing to most people. But Along comes the latest and greatest thing, and they think that is the path to financial independence when, by and large, Janet, it is there is no easy path, just like there's no easy path if you have a weight problem of getting that weight off. There's not an easy path, and there's also not a one-size-fits-all, and that's one of the things with the whole fad diet that, you know, oh, this worked for me, therefore it'll work for all the other thousands of people that I want to get to follow in my footsteps, and that's not necessarily the case. It needs to be personalized for what your situation is individually, whether we're talking about dietary changes for health reasons or whether we're talking about financial changes to get you where you want to be in terms of preparing for retirement and making it through retirement. It is not a one-size-fits-all issue. Scott, I think it's interesting that if you look at these statistics, 45 million Americans are on some kind of a diet at any particular point in time, and about 50% of them Mm -hmm. use these fad diets. Mm -hmm. Now, let's stop and think about that for just a second. What if 50% of the people are on some sort of fad financial kick, Mm -hmm. but not getting anywhere as far as financial independence is concerned? Because as long as I've been in the industry, I have seen people move from one thing to the other, to the other, to the other, thinking that that was what was going to get them rich. Mm -hmm. I can remember, Janet, uh, you remember when, uh, after the Iraq war, there was was this Iraqi dinar thing that was going to just pop, and, and they were going to revalue the Iraqi dinar, and all of a sudden, it was going to make all these people rich and we literally had people arguing with us until the cows came home about the fact that they were going to buy up all these Iraqi dinar and they were going to be wealthy and and when you think about I mean this was at conflict in the Middle East 
that had, you know, an impact on people's financial decisions here in central Arkansas. And with as many of them as we saw, how many people were there just nationwide in the U.S. that thought, this is going to be my key, man. This is this is going to get me to be a millionaire overnight. And, and I think that that's one of the tricks. Just like nothing is going to make you lose 100 pounds overnight, nothing is going to make you a millionaire overnight. It, it is a slow and steady wins the race. Dave Ramsey talks about the tortoise and the hare that that's his favorite uh, his favorite book of all time and there's a ton of wisdom in yeah. that and just it, it tells us things like the fad diet are not going to work they're not going to get you where you want to be quickly and the same is true of investing i think people might go to a financial advisor thinking that there is some secret investment that they just don't know about right yeah. that, that if that i've put my money into stocks and bonds or or fixed income equities and there may be another asset class but maybe there's something out there that they're not telling anybody about and if i go see them I'll have everything solved. You know, I think about and a lot of and marketing has a big, big part to play in this. If you think about the bank on yourself model, John, you, you think yeah. about that the way that's marketed. Man, that sounds really good, but it's not it's not a secret sauce. No, and, and it's really a a sales pitch for whole life insurance, is what it is. Now, mm-hmm. whole life insurance has its place in a very narrow construct in financial planning. But uh, this whole bank on yourself thing is literally a pitch to get you to use the cash value life insurance, uh, the borrowing aspect of cash value life insurance to replace a borrowing relationship you might have with the bank. And where it really runs afoul, Janet, is when people try to use that as their source of tax-free retirement income. Yeah. I I mean, I talked with somebody yesterday about, um, it really wasn't a bank on yourself situation to be clear, but it was was a question about taxes. They heard somebody on on local radio talking about, you know, how much money are you going to pay in taxes when you retire? And we talked about that if that is the only thing that they're focused on, there's more that you need to understand. And it's not just a question of taxes. Yes, that that is an important factor. But if that's the only tool you have in your toolbox, that's a problem. You know, you think about why a fad diet doesn't work for everybody. It's because there's this thing called metabolism. And the, hum- yeah. the human body is complex. That's your right. financial situation is likely complex. So when you hear someone say, do this without knowing anything about you. Think about how little sense that makes. Well, you know, you've got a whole network of, of people, of pundits on TV uh, that are constantly giving you advice about buy this stock, buy this bond, buy this whatever, buy gold, buy buy whatever, and they know nothing about you. And people oftentimes react to that. And they are striving for that that uh, that that craving that we talked about earlier. They are really wanting financial independence and financial independence is a worthy venture to be on. But the problem is, is that you, when you move from one thing to the other, to the other, to the other, it's just like dieting. You're, you go through this yo-yo dieting, I think is, is what the phrase is, uh, that, that you gain weight and you lose weight. And that's what happens when you are playing the market or are yeah. trying to pick out the, a particular investment or product that is supposedly going to get you home free. The only thing that gets you home free is a very well-calculated plan. You can't pull a singular tool out of your tool chest and make it fit all situations. That alone does not get you to financial independence. We are about planning first here at GenWealth Financial Advisors. And I do want to take just a minute before we hit our first break to remind you of an opportunity to learn a little bit more about retirement income planning. We've got a fantastic free opportunity. It's a webinar coming up on Thursday, October 8th at 7 p.m. It's called What's the Plan? Three Keys to Retirement Income Planning. And that's what we do every day for our clients here at GenWealth. If you want to sign up for that, there's two different ways you could do it. You can go to our website, getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events and register there. Again, it's free. Or just go to our Facebook page, find us at GenWealth Financial Advisors, and you can register there. What's the plan? Three Keys to Retirement Income Planning. We are making financial independence more than a craving on today's Get Ready for the Future show. We'll continue right after this. There are only three things you can count on in life. Death, taxes, and the Get Ready for the Future show on Saturdays. Back with more after this break. 
This is Scott Inman. At Genwell Financial Advisors, we understand that there should be more to retirement than just the size of your nest egg. Whether it's more time for family, a fresh start, or just stopping and enjoying life, whatever it is for you, we know that your retirement should be more. With offices across Central Arkansas, there is a Genwealth location nearby. Call 501-653-7355 or visit us online to schedule an appointment and harness the power of more. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From Genwell Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. I'm Scott Inman, along with John Shrewsbury. Thanks for watching on social media and listening on the Get Ready for the Future show to our fastest four minutes in investing. And, and very good topic today. We just had, John, earlier this week, the first presidential debate may be the last presidential <laughs> debate of the 2020 election season. Uh, certainly the reviews are in, the criticisms are there. We want to kind of put that to the side, get the emotion out of this, and kind of look at it from where we hang out every day. And that's what about the markets? What about our clients' money? How is it going to be affected, and if at all, from the first presidential debate? So what were we looking for? What were the markets looking for? We've got three things to go over here. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, if you're like me, you probably had to take three ibuprofen after that instead of just your, your normal, you know, <laughs> dose or whatever just to to get to sleep that last night because it was clearly uh, quite a show. But uh, were there any changes in our understanding of the candidates' uh, perspective, uh, respective positions on on the issues? Mm -hmm. and, and this is a resounding no. Mm -hmm. There were no changes uh, and no real clarity on their uh, perspectives on things because uh, there was just, you know, maybe some points buried in the rancor, Scott, but it was very hard to sort through. And therefore, it really did not have any tremendous effect on the investment outlook because no one really said anything different than what they've been saying all these years. Yeah, certainly we don't know fully what a Biden presidency would look like. He may do things we're unaware of at this time, but the markets are already, let's say, pricing in. That may not be the right terminology, but they already have an understanding of, well, what would it look like if this guy wins? What would it look like if the other guy wins? Right. And none of that was really upset no. in any way during the first presidential debate. All right, so our second one, will the election odds shift because it, again all this comes back to whatever amount of certainty that the market can perceive they have on what the future is going to hold and right now this is still really an election that is too close to call the polls say joe biden has a slight advantage the electoral college map looks like it might favor the president but certainly the odds were not tilted really from the first debate either way no i think you got confirmation of who each of the individuals were i think you mm -hmm. saw who president trump is and i think you saw who joe biden is and i don't think that changes anything in the dynamic that we've got going on in this election it's still going to come down i think to the electoral college the popular vote may be one way the electrical uh, the electoral college may be completely different like it was in 2016 mm -hmm. but we'll kind of see how that plays out but i don't think last night's debate had any measure of any shift on the odds of how this outcome is going to to look come november 4th and certainly the markets want to be able to predict the outcome of the election but they also want an outcome of the election <laughs> yes. in in very appropriate time frame and that's the other thing that we really have to look at has the perceived possibility of a chaotic election outcome increased well i'm going to say maybe on this because yeah. there is certainly a ton of rancor out there and the more rancor that you have going on the more people are going to raise issues the more people are going to challenge things in maybe in the courts as opposed to at the polls and this whole issue of mail-in balloting i think is a, is something that, that obviously has been going on for a while but it is even more enhanced with covid this year mm -hmm. and we're going to see that become the real pivot point when the election results are bringing into our coming into fruition come November 4th and later. It'd be interesting to see what the markets do in October. We had a really good August. We had a really bad September. And here we are a month out from the election. Certainly volatility, I think we would certainly still expect in our I would, future. I would agree. That's it for the fastest four minutes in investing. The Get Ready for the Future show continues after this. Don't miss a minute of the Get Ready for the Future show. Look for our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. Or visit GetReadyForTheFuture.com slash radio. 
We'll be right back. Did you know there are a ton of financial resources on GetReadyForTheFuture.com? No? Well, bookmark that page for later because the Get Ready For The Future show is back. I want to encourage you, if you are interested in building your retirement plan, GenWealth Advisor is always ready to help, and one phone number can get you in touch with one, 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355, and that's our main office number here in Bryant, but it will get you in contact with an advisor near you. We have offices all over the state of Arkansas. You've heard us say it before, Conway, West Little Rock, Hot Springs, Bryant, El Dorado, and also in Northwest Louisiana, that single number can get you in contact with an advisor so that you can meet in an office uh, closest to you. And it is a complimentary first appointment and doesn't cost you anything to discuss some of your plans. And we're, you know, we're talking about that today, uh, kind of relating the connection between fad dieting and fad financial advice. You know, the idea that there's a one size fits all fits all approach or there's one secret investment that will get you to either the weight loss you want to achieve or the retirement that you've dreamed of. And both are fallacies. You know, you may have assets. You may have accumulated quite a nice savings over your lifetime, but how do you know you have financial independence? It's not going to be just one singular investment. And we're going to prove it today by taking this connection a little bit farther, a little deeper between uh, fad financial advice and fad dieting. We, we went over to, to the Mayo Clinic's website and found the telltale signs. I always have a hard time saying that. Telltale <laughs> signs of a fad diet. And we're going to give you our telltale signs of fad financial advice. All right, so we're ready. We've got a few of these. Number one, the food sign that we got from the Mayo Clinic is they promise rapid weight loss. One particular weight loss program for men touts you can lose 18 pounds in your first month. Now, financial firms, John, certainly are restricted in how much promising they can do anyway, which that's a good thing. But there are a lot of things out there that promise rapid results. Yeah. And I want to go back to the the thing that you were talking about right as we came out of the break and, and the story about uh, things that are uh, you know, hidden or the secret or yeah. what have you, Janet, you've got a great, uh, story about your, a conversation that you had with a client that came in looking for the secret right. that, uh, that we had back in the back someplace <laughs> that he wanted you to pull out to give him so he would have financial independence. So th- this does kind of play into the conversation about rapid results. So we're talking about rapid weight loss, and then there are people who promise rapid returns uh, you know, on your investments. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> this gentleman had heard that there was such a thing as 12% mutual funds, meaning that that every year, year after year, they would return a minimum of 12%. And he came in the office insistent upon getting some of those 12% mutual funds. And we talked about it, and and I talked about, you know, that's what you've looked at is a high-end average, frankly, of some, you know, small number of funds. There are some that have done that, but they're not going to do 12% every year. They're going to be up, and they're going to be really down, because if you get double-digit averages, then in a 2000 2008, those things are going to be really ugly. So just realize this is not up 12, up 12, up 12, up 12 forever. It's not going to work that way. He kept coming back with, no, I know that you have them. I know that they're real. And I said, wait, stop. I'm going to just change careers for just a second. I'm going to take off my financial advisor hat and I am going to be a zookeeper. So I have a zoo and in my zoo... I have a unicorn. It's a real unicorn. Now, if I have this unicorn, do you think that in my zoo that I would keep it way back in the back and only let a small number of people ever even see it? Or do you think that I might just promote that thing like crazy and be like, hey, come to see our zoo because we have a unicorn. Come on over. It's the real deal. You have to see our unicorn. Don't you think I'd put it up on Front Street? And he said, you'd put it up on Front Street. Mm -hmm. And I said, the unicorn is the 12% mutual funds. If they were real, every advisor in the country would put it on Front Street and be like, come on in here. This is where you get those right here. Come on by. Nobody's doing it. 
because they're not real. They don't have unicorns. Yeah, and, and that really does go to this promise of rapid results. All you have to do is have a compound interest calculator to see what yeah. 12% every year would do for you in terms of compound interest. It would J-curve. The, your, yeah. your wealth would be tremendous. It, it if would you double could, every six years. Yeah, if you could get it every yeah. year, it would be phenomenal to double your money, as you said, every six years. But it doesn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. And there is no investment vehicle out there that could do that because what goes up goes down and you have to be very well diversified to be able to to temper some of those downturns. And I think, Scott, that's where a lot of people get misled, as you mentioned, by marketing. Marketing mm-hmm. is one of the things that tries to make, you know, the complex simple. And then people glom onto that and say, well, I, you know, that's what I want. I want that simple 12% return. Let me get that and I'll be just fine. And it doesn't work that way. You know, I think about when I used to talk to people about, uh, I would hear a story about somebody coming back from the casino and hitting it big. You know, yes. I, I won $15,000 yeah. last week. Well, what'd you do? week before that and what'd you do the week before that you you always hear the stories where they hit it big you never hear the stories where they lost big and and the overall return is what we're talking about here so yeah there might be a stop tip that you hit it big for a little while but what if you don't get out when it goes back down and and then overall it's not about chasing a high return just for the chase of uh, for the sake of chasing it it's about outcome it's about the outcome you want and that's the financial independence we're talking about how many people have walked into our office and went you know i've tried this day trading thing i've tried to to manage the portfolio mm-hmm, myself mm-hmm. i'm done with that because about the time that i think i found a winner it turns out to be a loser well and and many times just like what scott was saying about the gambling many times they're just not even aware of it or they certainly won't admit it even if they cognitively know what they've lost over right. the years I, I remember working with a family um the the husband had recently passed away and he had handled all of their investments through the end of his life and he was not going to turn it over you know before he passed away um but they came to me shortly thereafter and they talked about what a fabulous job he had done handling all mm-hmm. of the investments and and i never told them but I could look back through those statements and see a loss of $300,000. He didn't tell them that. He told them about the little wins here and there, but he didn't tell them about the loss. And and I don't know that he even acknowledged it to himself. That's You've got to be honest with yourself about what's really happening in your investments. All right, so back to those Mayo Clinic telltale signs of a fad diet. Food sign number two, they require eliminating food groups. You've heard that, right? I mean, we, yep. we even referenced the keto diet. you got to eliminate everything, all the carbs from your diet and, and just eat uh, meat. Of course, the p- problem is pretty evident. You need a variety, uh, diversification, if you will, of foods, uh, including carbs, to get the nutrition your body needs. And, and eliminating entire food groups can be detrimental to your health. We know that, but we still buy into that sometimes, don't we? Well, what about financial sign number two? The equivalent is some advisors might require eliminating products. And this is the opposite of promoting the secret, John. This is saying this is bad in all cases. And obviously the one that is most common and I've actually heard from from clients because he advertises a lot. There's a group out there that hates annuities and it's across the board. It's the mantra you mm-hmm. hear that annuities are bad, period. Again, knowing nothing about someone's individual situation. So let's let's talk about annuities for just a second. Then I want to talk about a, a different financial product. Uh, annuities are saying annuities are bad or like saying pensions are bad. And, and I will tell you that if you had the choice of going to work somewhere where they had a 401k plan or going to work somewhere where they had a 401k plan and a pension, you'd go to work where they had the pension. If all things were the same right. and that was the only difference, company A had a pension and company B did not, you would go to work for company A because the pension provides you guaranteed income. The same thing happens with an annuity. It provides you guaranteed income. Now, there's a lot of other things that go into that, and there are a lot of types of annuities, and annuities have you know cost and fees and things of that nature that you do need to consider, and they're not necessarily appropriate for everybody. But if you have a need for guaranteed income, there's one product that can do that, and that is an annuity, and most people have a need for guaranteed income. And so that is where I think you run into a real problem as an objective fiduciary when you say, I'm 
I'm going to exclude one product and say that I'm not going to have anything to do with that particular product, yeah. you can't be making a, an objective choice for your client. I think we've got to look at what the need is. That That's all it boils down to. And, I, and I'll draw a parallel back to on the food side if we are eliminating food groups. I just typically have pretty low iron levels. And so if I just decided I'm going to eliminate red meat from my diet, that would not be a good choice for me. It, it, it's just not a wise decision. Now, there are some people who could make that choice and it would be fine. It would not be okay for me. So what's the parallel in investing? If you just go, I'm going to eliminate annuities. Well, do you need annuities? We've got to answer that question before we eliminate them. And here's the the way you determine that. We've talked about this a lot on the show. You've got to look at what your required income is. And it's different for everybody. If you say, I need $5,000 a month and I have to have that, and my guaranteed sources with Social Security and pensions, if you have it, are 4000 then you have a gap. And guess what? An annuity will fill that on a guaranteed basis. And it might be wise to look at it. If that goes the other direction, if you say I need to have $5,000 a month and we have 6000 coming in between pensions and Social Security, then you don't need an annuity. Don't fall into products are good or products are bad. That is deceptive, just like the food concept. We can't say red meat is good, red meat is bad. It depends on your body and your needs. The same is true of the investment products. It depends on your financial situation and what your needs are. Scott, I hope that people who are listening can kind of catch the the drift here because essentially what we're saying is there is more thought that has to go into this than just a simple equation of, oh, I need this product or I need that product so I can get to financial independence. Financial independence is done through hard work. It's done through grinding through the the details of a financial plan. It is consistently executing that financial plan and checking up on your goals on a regular basis. And I will tell you that if you don't have that in your life, it does not matter what kind of products or investments that you find or, or anything of that nature, or frankly, how much money you make. The outcome is not going to be what you want unless you're very intentional about the the input that you put into this to get the outcome. And that outcome is that financial plan that we've talked about. Yeah, it's called the ready to retire process at GenWealth. And we walk through that with our clients. The first appointment is always free to you. And if you'd like to set that, it's as simple as calling 501-653-7355 or sending us an email. You can send that to info at GetReadyForTheFuture.com. We're talking about food signs from the Mayo Clinic's telltale signs of a fad diet and equating those to financial signs of a fad financial advice. We'll talk more about uh, food sign number three and four next. Education-driven, strategy-based, team-delivered. That's how we roll on the Get Ready for the Future show. And we'll be right back. From the Gen Wealth Radio Network Studios, we're back with more of the Get Ready for the Future show. Our topic today is making financial independence more than a craving. We're kind of talking about food, fad diets. Have you ever been on one? And, and did you get the results you wanted or did you just get frustrated? Getting financial advice and seeking financial independence can be the same way. You want the results that you desire, but it can be frustrating if you go about it the wrong way, if you chase some fad financial advice. And we're using the Mayo Clinic's telltale signs. See, I knew I was going to say it wrong. I kind of went telltale on that one. (laughs) Telltale signs of a fad diet. We did a couple in the last segment. Food sign number one, they promise rapid weight loss. Some financial advisors promise rapid results, even though they can't legally do that. Uh, Food sign number two, they require eliminating food groups, and some financial advisors might require eliminating products. They throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? They just say, hey, don't use this ever, as if they can do that without knowing your specific situation. So food sign number three is they have rigid rules, and you know that's true. Some fad diets require purchasing expensive meal replacement products like protein shakes or weight loss bars, which you can only get from the company that's pitching the fad diet, by the way, right? They also may be very costly. And then others may emphasize eating predominantly one type of food. It's very restrictive. And that's really a great 
telltale sign that it's not going to work for you because how can you live a whole lifestyle of such restrictive behavior? It's not conducive for your health or, in many cases, your wallet. So what's the financial equivalent? Well, they can be restrictive. Financial advisors can be restrictive in this in this sense that maybe they have an account minimum. You have to have a certain level of assets for you to be even able to work with them. Or it could also be in the form of they can't or won't answer you your questions. Uh, you think about uh, transparency being a big part of this. But let's go back to the account minimums first because I think it's important to highlight uh, how we approach that compared to uh, many other firms. Yeah, clearly, uh, if they have an account minimum of, let's say, the, the typical one would be about $250,000. Yeah. That's a very popular one with a, a lot of the bigger brokerage firms and what have you. As they say, if you don't have $250,000, you can go to the call center and they'll take care of you at the call center. And that's certainly not something that you will find here at GenWealth. At GenWealth, we do not have any account minimum. We respect all levels of wealth because, look, you worked hard yeah. for the wealth that you have and it's important to you. It's not so much important that from a business model standpoint that we reject that. But we want to help you wherever you are. Now, clearly, you've got to have a certain amount of wealth to reach financial independence, but you have to start somewhere. And we believe that that starting somewhere, you need help with that uh, in terms of financial advice. So obviously, uh, we don't have account minimums here at GenWealth. And that has really kind of become our hallmark here in in the central Arkansas market. Yeah, it, it absolutely has. I mean, John, you and I, when we formed GenWealth, that was one of the keys that we said would not change about the company. It's not that we would, you know, start off with small clients, and then when we got enough, we would, you know, raise the, the limits for the firm. We've never done that, and it's been very intentional because – frankly we started out we came from families that would have been turned away by most financial advisors and i just think that's wrong you have to start where you are wherever that is and that then that goes to you know the teenager who got their first job and is ready to put fifty dollars a month into a roth ira we will do what that young person needs do to do to get them set up and on the path to financial independence and we also work with multimillionaires. so whatever your level of wealth is we're we're prepared to work with you through that but guys i, I want to talk a little bit about the other point that that uh, scott mentioned here about they can't or won't answer your questions this is a huge deal for me too um as a as an educator at heart, I mean, I, I started out, you know, in the classroom, but I feel like I'm still a teacher. It's just different subject, different students, and I can't tell you how many times, you know, people have come in confused, and sometimes they know they're confused, and sometimes they they don't know that. They think that they know something, and then we walk through some level of education with them and get them to a different point, and they go, oh my gosh, this makes sense. I've never understood this before, but now I get it. Just a few weeks ago, I was working with a couple, and they brought up a question, and I just went to the whiteboard. We have whiteboards in every in every, I started to say classroom in every meeting room, <laughs> in every meeting room that we have. We have a whiteboard in there because we need to go and illustrate things. We need to explain things in pretty much every appointment. And so I went to the whiteboard to answer this gentleman's question, and his facial expression when I got done was completely different. And he said. I've been working with advisors for like 15 or 20 years. Why in the world has nobody ever explained that to me? Like this is the second meeting that we've ever had and we've only been meeting, you know, over the past month and that's it. And you've explained something to me that nobody has explained to me in decades. And that's just who we are. You need to understand your money. Yeah. And let me let me speak very boldly about this whole idea of someone not answering your question whether they're unable to or just simply refuse to Mm -hmm. if they're unable to you need to run because they don't know what they're talking about they can't explain it to you so they they can't possibly know it themselves if they can't explain it to you secondly if they just won't answer your question that's a sign of arrogance or worse and you need to run from that and so clearly if you have this problem with the advisor relationship you need to find an advisor who has the heart of a teacher and that's what we have here at gen wealth because we are education based and we're strategy driven clearly everything that we do has a strategy to it but it all begins with that education 
and bakes. Guys, this this reminds me. I know we we probably need to move on, but I'm going to throw one more in here. This reminds me of the whole Bernie Madoff deal. You know, his own son didn't know what he was doing. He wasn't allowed on the floor where they produced the statements and everything because he was hiding things. And if people are not willing to openly answer your questions, they're hiding something, reminds and you need me, to understand. Reminds me of that phrase: "Pay no attention to what's going on behind the curtain." Yeah, over here, you know, yeah, it's and, not and, right. And you you can't possibly have a thriving relationship with an advisor who won't or can't explain things to you. So because it's your money, you deserve to understand, you deserve to know. And if you don't know, and your advisor can't tell you, you need to find someone who can. Boy, if ever there's been a time where education, transparency, communication is most valuable, it would be this year of 2020. There's no question that it has caused uncertainty for us all in many aspects of life, but certainly in financial aspects as well. You know, if you have a question about how 2020 or any of this we're talking about could impact your finances, you can certainly call us, as we mentioned, 501-653-7355. Email us, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. But if you're watching on our live stream this morning, you can also leave us a comment. Uh, or give us a call. We'd love to answer your questions. So communicate with us so that we can communicate with you. We value education and communication. So our fourth food sign today is they, and this is producers of fad diets, can severely restrict calories. You know that you you probably will lose weight if you don't eat, right? But how can you sustain that? Uh, you you restrict your calories, and an extreme approach is unhealthy and unsustainable. That's why fad diets don't work, right? It's it's too much work to sustain over a long period of time. Calories are the fuel for your body. So what's the financial sign here? What if a financial advisor only handles your investments? In other words, the the restriction is that. They're not taking a holistic approach for someone. They're not planning. They are just managing investments. And guys, we say this all the time. Your retirement, your financial independence should be more than just investments. Scott, I think about this sort of like if you have a problem with your car, but you have a favorite car wash that you go to. This is like trying to take your car to the car wash to get your mechanical problem fixed on the car. You know, it just doesn't work. If someone only handles investments and you have a planning problem, then they're not going to get you there. We've had uh, several instances where people have come to us because their investment person could not do the planning. They didn't know what they were doing. So Social Security is a huge factor on this, as is insurance. So let me speak to to kind of two different generations here. If if you came in to any advisor, whether it's at GenWealth or somewhere else, and you're having a job change going on, and you're, let's say you're in your 30s, and you were one of those people who got diligent early on in putting money into your 401k, you've got $300,000 to roll over. Well, any advisor is going to take that. They'll, they'll handle that. But do they also take the time to have a conversation with you about life insurance? Because it, let's say you're working and your spouse is not. What if you don't come home next week? That $300,000 is not sufficient for your your spouse to make it through to retirement, maintain current standard of living without additional money. You've got a need for life insurance in that situation. That is holistic planning. The same concept with Social Security. As you get ready to retire, Social Security is a critical part of your overall retirement planning. There are 86 different claiming strategies for Social Security. And if you don't have somebody to walk through that with you, how in the world do you know that you've got a wise choice that you're making in terms of your strategy with Social Security? Scott, you know, when you think about this, that you've got to be in a situation where you can clearly focus on the big picture, not just a part of your financial plan. And when I think about an advisor or a client that goes to an advisor who just does investments, then they're really just focusing on one part of their overall picture. And that's not going to lead you to financial independence. The chances are not great that you're going to hit some big investment return that's going to make you wealthy. 
What's going to make you wealthy is being intentional about being wealthy and putting a plan together to get down that road. I have a question for folks listening today. Do you have a financial product or investment that you've had so long that you don't even remember why you have it? You know, I think it's clear to point out here that through the ready to retire process, you're going to have a plan on paper, on purpose. And the first page in that plan is what we call our summary document. And it outlines every reason. It's the why do you have something. So you're never going to forget why you have it. You're going to know why that tool is in that particular place in your financial plan. Also want to point out too, I mentioned this in the first segment, but we have a great opportunity coming up next Thursday, Thursday, October 8th at 7 p.m. We are presenting a free webinar. So this is online. You can register for free and join us for what's the plan? Three keys to retirement income planning, because that's the why. You accumulate assets all your life. You have to figure out a way to live on them through retirement. What's the plan? Three keys to retirement income planning. You'll want to join us Thursday, October 8th at 7 p.m. And here's how to do it. One of two ways. You can go to our website, getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events and register there. Or just look us up on our Facebook page, like our Facebook page, Genwell Financial Advisors, and you can register there for free. Again, it's Thursday, October 8th at 7 p.m. Making financial independence more than a craving. Our final segment next. Smarter, simpler, and more personal. The Get Ready for the Future show continues after this. Education-driven, strategy-based, team-delivered. That's how we roll on the Get Ready for the Future show, and we're back for more. Making financial independence more than a craving, likening it to food and fad diets today. There are a lot of similarities. I was surprised, actually, when we went through the preparation for this show, how many similarities there are between chasing a fad diet to try to achieve weight loss or trying to achieve financial independence through fad financial advice. And to prove it today, we've been going through the Mayo Clinic's telltale signs of a fad diet. So we're now to our final segment, and we're going to refer to the Mayo Clinic again. There are telltale signs of a fad diet in the rearview mirror for us, but now they also give us the three key elements to weight loss and how they can apply to your finances too. Mayo Clinic doesn't do that. We're going to do that part. Number one is variety. You know, when it comes to food, we've highlighted that. Everybody kind of knows it. You know, some of this stuff people really know, I think, to be true, but it doesn't stop us sometimes from chasing the fad diet. Your body knows and needs a variety of different food groups to get the nutrients it needs. And when it comes to investments, when it comes to financial independence specifically, variety is good here. We use the term diversification, but it's the same thing. It's a variety of investments tailor-made into your plan. You know, we talked about annuities earlier. Not everybody gets annuities. Some people need them because it fits. That's the variety they need. Some people don't. As Janet mentioned, it all comes down to your required income. But to exclude or include any particular investment and say that's the way to go is certainly not a good strategy. Scott, the one of the most popular things these days is indexing and, and investing in the S&P 500 because large cap growth stocks have been on a tear and everybody's like, oh, well, that's the place to be. Well, let's draw back a little bit and do a little quick analysis. I, I, I found some information. The source on this is Barclays, a company called FactSet, and the S&P 500. If you compare the S&P 500 to a portfolio, a well-diversified portfolio, and you started, let's say, in 1999 with a million dollars, and let's say that you roll through the bear market of 2000, 2001, and 2002, the S&P 500 recovering out of that bear market took 49 months to recover back up to that million dollar level that you originally invested back in 1999. A diversified portfolio only took nine months to recover back to its its original investment level. So that is incredibly uh, illustrative of what a diversified portfolio can do. And then when you look at the big picture here, uh, the return on a diversified portfolio versus the S&P 500 from 99 all the way to 2020 has been almost essentially the same as the S&P 500. But here's the big difference. What's called standard deviation in our in our industry, that's a technical term for volatility, how much the portfolio goes up and goes down. The standard deviation on the S&P 500 is almost 15%, 14.91. The standard deviation on a diversified portfolio is a little more than nine. 
and so it's almost half of yeah. what the uh, the volatility was. And what does that? What difference does that make? Well, if you just hang on, everything's fine. What difference it makes is that that volatility can run you out of an investment if you're not careful. Well, and, and it also has a lot to do with your timing. I was talking with a couple who's in their late 50s. They're probably going to retire in the next five years or so. And the question that we keep getting these days was their question as well. What's going to happen with the election? How long is it going to take us to get results of the election? And therefore, what impact does that have on my investments? And so we got around to their ultimate question was, do we need to be more protected than we are and their thought was protection on protection off like it's one extreme or the other and that's it and what we looked at what i showed them is we had already here's a gen wealth word we had already bucketized their assets because we knew that this was coming and so they had some that was already bucketed to be more conservative and some that was you know bucketed to have some growth and and we've talked about that too you can't run from it completely because like just running their uh, last 12 months you know scenario for them the performance it made several thousands of dollars of difference just to have had the last few days of upswing when we were doing this review. So if we come out of that completely, we're also leaving some money on the table. We have to balance that risk, and that's your variety in investing. Janet, I think about the fact that we've had a lot of people come in for reviews, uh, especially early in the year when the market was so volatile and what have you, and they were frankly surprised that their portfolios were not down nearly as much as the market as a whole. The reason was we diversified. We are in a situation where you're going to get a diversified portfolio at GenWealth because that is one of the standards that we believe in that helps you to build financial independence and it keeps you invested even when times are rocky. Our second of three key elements for weight loss that we can apply to financial independence is exercise. Boy, this one's so good. Important to build habits. This is about discipline. This is about consistency. Even when it's uncomfortable, even when you don't want to do it, even when it can even hurt and be painful, right? Yes. Maybe not Scott, physically painful. Scott shames me all the time in the neighborhood. He, he'll run <laughs> past my house and he'll he'll kind of look over like, where you at? You know, type thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Listen, that's why, you know, I mentioned at the top of the broadcast, I've never been on a fad diet because I eat what I want and run it off. That, that's, that's my right. game plan. And it's worked so far. Now, there's maybe a day where I can't do that. But fitness is so important. Exercise is so important. And if you think about what makes a fitness trainer successful for somebody, it's because it's accountability. It's someone there mm-hmm. keeping you on time, keeping you disciplined. And I think we're financial trainers. Yeah, I mean, it's all about staying in shape financially. And that's what meeting with an advisor on a regular basis helps you do. Just like if you're meeting with a physical trainer, they help you know what you need to do, maybe what you even need to stop doing. You may be doing an exercise, as an example, that you think is fabulous. But um, Scott, sometimes you can throw your back out doing that stuff, can't you? (laughs) I didn't say I'll do that discipline. It's just the running. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, things to have that review you know things need to be looked at on a periodic basis and it is important for you to do that so that you can exercise financially in a wise way if you will we know things can change right yeah that's, that's the importance of that annual review and and we get that question quite frequently when we bring in a new client it's like well okay this has been great well what, when are we going to see each other again? Mm-hmm. Well, we now need, mm-hmm. Yeah, we need that annual review at right. least. And some people want to meet more than annually, and we can accommodate that as well. But an annual review is part of our standard practice here at GenWealth. Okay, so our final one of the three key elements for weight loss, a long-term plan. Of course, it always comes back to a plan, right? The plan sets the investment strategy. It sets everything else up, and it has to be done first. Well, let's, let's think about it this way. Just because you have a retirement plan at work, that is an that is an investment product. That is not a plan. You are not planning when you put money in your 401k. If you've done the calculations that will get you to financial independence, what will it take? What kind of rate of return do you need to have? How much money do you need to be putting in? What uh, things do you need to go along with that? That is a part of a plan. But a plan is much more broad than that. It looks at your whole finances. It looks at the entire picture of your finances and helps you to align everything that is going on in your financial life toward that goal of financial independence. When I think about this, Janet, I think about our team here at GenWealth. And, you know, we, we've got now, what, third, we were looking at a picture that we went uh, back in yeah. 2012, we had about 
10 people here. Yeah, we're at uh, 37, 38, somewhere around there. Somewhere in that neighborhood of, of, of number of people on our team. When all of our team is focused on one thing and we are all working toward that common goal, that is when we work the best. Yeah. When we are all scattered and people are doing different stuff and nobody's on the same page and what have you, that happens periodically, but we're really quick to get us back on the same page because it is that effort and that focused intensity that will get you toward your goal. It's in business or in the effort to try to get to become financially independent. Either way, you've got to have that focus, that system, and that discipline to make it happen. And that's why we emphasize planning so much here at the Get Ready for the Future show, because it is the glue that holds everything together. And if you don't have that glue, then you just have a lot of little pieces. Because this, this makes me think about, I've been doing um, college planning with our son. We, we sought out somebody to help us with that, not on the financial aspect, but, but all the scholarships, all of those things, when to apply, all the things that he needed to be doing, frankly, for four years leading up to this point. And I'm now finally beginning to see all of that kind of come together. We had a little bit of a mini celebration yesterday on some pieces of that. But it, what, what that really says to me is, think about it, we've done that planning for four years leading up to four years of college and how much longer is your retirement going to be and how much more money is involved in that how much time have you spent planning and are you seeing the picture come together for you time for our final thoughts i'll do mine first you heard the bell i i think about when it comes to fad financial advice you know i get it everybody wants to do it quickly we want to we want shortcuts in life that's why casinos and lotteries are in business right but it's not really it's any different if you're chasing a big stock tip or if you're trying to do financial independence on a fast track if you ask somebody who's done it if you talk to people who have financial independence, that's not how they got there. It's a long road of discipline, hard work, and planning. And I think planning is the key. That's where we can help at GenWealth. I think, Scott, when I think about this whole subject, you've got to believe that that the plan is the key to what you're doing. Otherwise, you just have a, a collection of investments that kind of looks like Fred Sanford's glasses closet, if you remember <laughs> that, that old thing when he would pull out and there would be like hundreds of glasses in there, but none of them seemed to work at the appropriate time. You know, I had to put on four mm-hmm, or five pair. Mm-hmm. That tends to be the way that people do their, their, their planning, if you will. Uh, I say that tongue in cheek about their finances. It is more than a product. It is a on paper, on purpose roadmap to get you where you want to go. Scott, I would say my last thought is to have you invite them to the webinar one more time. I will certainly be (laughs) glad to do that. What's the plan? Three keys to retirement income planning. It's our free webinar Thursday, October 8th at 7 p.m. Two ways to register. Go to our Facebook page, like our Facebook page, register there, GenWealth Financial Advisors, or go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. We hope you'll join us Thursday, October 8th at 7 p.m. And if you'd like to step into the ready to retire process, you can do that with a simple phone call. 501-653-7355 or info at getreadyforthefuture.com. You can send us an email. See you next week. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 501-653-7355. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors, and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only.